welcome to Above and Beyond Affiliate Marketing. I am your host, Jason Ryland. In today's amazing episode, we are going to go through goal-crushing shortcuts. I know you guys love them, you guys ask about them, you guys are like, Jason, how can we kind of funnel this a little bit? Can we shortcut some way? And it's not about taking the easy way, but sometimes it's about uh, establishing kind of a, a plan, kind of get you going, so you can get in the habit of doing this. Um, and make sure uh, to download our our business goal worksheet. You can actually go to the description of the show. You'll be able to download the worksheet. It'll say business goal worksheet. You can just download it. It's free to you guys. And please submit that to us. There will be actually, um, you can send that to support at rmgmedia.biz. And that will, we will get that. And we can actually kind of set you up for like a, a first coaching session to help you um, with this whole uh, goal setting. Plus, don't forget... Uh, to download our other uh, free ebooks that we have for you guys to help you along this journey. Okay, now let's get to the show. Let's start with these shortcuts. Let's start with uh, visualizing them. Because, you know, the more that you can do to help you conquer your certain obstacles, um, especially if they're not work-related, you need to kind of have some things. We talked about this in episode three and kind of how to set up your goals. So, kind of imagine the bigger picture and the details as part of this visualization technique. Now, um, I think that there's a lot of people that are in the professional world that either they're athletes, business people, professionals of some sort. They comprehend this technique based on our research because they see the concept as seeing is believing that is one thing that um we know that is is something that we can do at this stage with this visualization because you can understand the motivational strength behind it kind of the mental picture if you will because uh focus on the visualization technique Um, in this episode because it's kind of different from that goal setting as a type of visualization and it's more of a process based okay I don't want to lose you here because rather than focusing on imagining you achieving the goal and its details you should also visualize each step you need to accomplish such goal okay we're getting there. For instance, I'm going to give you an example. So, I like to lift weights, right? So, in order for me to gain muscle, I have to have a certain weight where I want to go to in mind. You know, muscle mass is, you know, denser and everything else. So, I'm just like, okay, I want to be at this weight. And I can imagine that body shape, right? I can imagine... You know, I can imagine all sorts of things. I can imagine Arnold Schwarzenegger. Guys, I am five foot six, 
I'm a medium muscular build and there's no way that I'll be like an Arnold Schwarzenegger or like a Dwayne Johnson. Can I look up to them? Sure. Can I, can they kind of mentor the, the weightlifting uh, things because they've done it in their field and their work and everything else? I said, of course, but I have to be realistic. My muscles would never get to be that big and if they did, I probably wouldn't be able to move. <laughs> That's <laughs> that is that is something. <laughs> Thanks, guys. That is one thing that you have to imagine. You know, kind of the body shape, the tone, the size, your ideal body, what you want to have, and you. We could have possibly missed out on this process because going to the gym, sweating out, straining out the muscles to our limits, and experiencing the sore for days, even weeks, sometimes months, uh, as we're trying to achieve uh, our goals, right? That's all this visualization process, okay? We have to take our sacrifices also into account as we're doing this. Because there's cost into the account of your goal. Not just the rewards. Okay? We want to further enhance our mental strength to ensure that we are better prepared to anticipate the challenges ahead. Are we fought? are we all here? Are we do we get this? Okay? It's called being accountable. You, you can have all the passion, motivation, and inspiration, but it's best paired with a sense of responsibility of your goals, right? So as you're developing this accountability or responsibility is not just an action plan uh, or an action that we can accomplish. It's a type of character building that requires a long time to instill in ourselves, okay? So you have to be subject to the individual preferences Many people have various methods of developing uh, this discipline. And some examples, um, such as not avoiding difficulties, uh, announcing your goals to your family or your friends, or ensuring that we complete each task to help us out to understand that being accountable for our own goals can really inspire us in the long run, will help yourself. And... Um, to be committed to your goal, okay? Some people, and they really just subject themselves to the reward penalty system, I'm, I, I call it, because you penalize yourself because you fail to accomplish your goal, right? While this, this thing that you're thinking sometimes discourages you, but then then it sets up that you're afraid of failure and then then you don't benefit from the learning of that failure and then you will utilize this system and then all of a sudden you'll instill a fear of failure inside yourself and the people around you that are trying to help with your goal that you're trying to achieve. Does that make any sense you, you just that's the accountability portion of it but you know sometimes just building a relationship with people 
um, with your affiliate business, with your work business, with your your uh, clients, colleagues, employers, employees, uh, family, friends, whatever you're trying to create, you kind of want to create an interdependent system where both you and them can decide to help each other in the long term, okay? I love it when people say that they accomplished this and they did it all by themselves and that's never been the case in in the longest, longest time. I mean, even if you think of um, Andrew Carnegie or Thomas Edison and stuff like that, they had other people help them along the way. They didn't just do it themselves. They're amazing geniuses. They've done they've done amazing work, but they they never did it all by themselves. We are only one person, and whether it is a copywriter, where it is a scriptwriter, where it is somebody does your Google ads for you, or whatever it is, somebody builds your funnel for you. That's okay. You don't really do it all by yourself. Anyways. So with with these relationships that you you develop, you can actually look for opportunities to help others yourself first. Okay. So as you help others first, they become more open themselves to help you back in return. Does that? It's kind of a give and take because. Now, there's people out there that feel like, why why help them first? And why wait for help in return? Well, this mindset is derived from the fact that people usually are too busy with their own lives and work. And they rarely think of going out of their way to help unless they're called upon. So true. Helping people without harming yourself and the chances of reaching your own goal, just your own goals, will further strengthen the relationship we have with people. It, it, it this is the research, guys. You just stick with me here, because I'm helping you out. Because you will not only receive appreciation and gratitude in return, but you'll also open, uh, you'll open up their minds. And you might open up their kind heart. Because while your efforts and generosity to help might be forgotten. Or people whom you have helped don't even give it back in return in the future. But we must believe in the goodwill of people. The good will of men and women. And just the bigger chances to help them kind of naturally to help others on their own path okay we can't be selfish enough to say well i'm going to do this to get this in return you're going to do this and expect no return and if you get returned later down the road or whatever great stuff but we don't set out for that i hope this is making sense to you all so um and you have to instill this willpower in yourself because okay, um, in my research, the basic element of focus and motivation is in deniability of willpower. Developing this willpower means resisting 
temporary temptations in order to achieve your goals in the future. Now, you have developed this willpower to a certain level. Now you're able to sacrifice your indulgences and you can work more effectively and you can achieve better results. Guys, I'm giving you the shortcuts. Pay attention now. Because, for instance, practice this by taking an extra hour or more uh, for, let's say, let's say you're doing running exercises, okay, and you want to build your stamina for a marathon. So instead of watching your favorite TV show or skipping um, <laughs> out on a movie date with your friends or or something that's going going on, um, you you're gonna have to kind of surprise yourself how far willpower can help you improve in anything that you do throughout your life. Just saying no to something is willpower in itself. Anybody that's trying to quit anything, whether it's a bad habit of smoking, bad habit of drinking, bad habit of overeating, whatever it is, just saying no gets you that next step of willpower strength, okay? Now, these are some bullet points that uh, you can write this down. Uh, Nurture some habits, which uh, will enable you to focus on your progress instead of disrupting your progress, okay? So, uh, so for, for an example, if your goal is losing weight and you depend on a diet and exercise that is designed for you, now, if you refuse to follow that particular diet and constantly eat high-calorie food or unhealthy ones, losing weight will be even more difficult than the plans that were suggested to you that were even fit for you, okay? Follow a routine is also another way to cultivating a habit, but it is more structured and therefore encourages kind of builds that self-discipline. So some examples of routines would be like just exercise schedules or your budgets that you need to do for your affiliate your affiliate company, your affiliate marketing, your affiliate business that you're trying to uh, target and you can remind yourself what your budget is so you're not overspending. So that takes us to the ultimate aim of following routines and cultivating these habits to build this self-discipline and that will reflect on our commitment towards your goals to have our set plans. Now, um, I think that, like students, I think of my my son in school, and you think of that students with the best grades in class often possess a certain amount of control in their lives with with the effort and time they use for their studies and work. You can't be an A student without doing the work. That's plain and simple. I've said that to my son many times. He goes, oh, I, I studied really, really hard, but I only got a B or I only got a C or something like that. Now, you think of, all right, there were certain times in there and the effort taken, you were playing video games, you were watching YouTube videos, things like that. You could use that time for your studies your work. So let's not say that you're not smart enough, you're not 
good enough or anything like that when it was just the willpower to just stay focused on your work. Because willpower is, I think of it as like a muscle, right? The more you use it, the stronger it gets. So, uh, tracking your progress, analyzing your results, and making adjustments is one thing that is going to... Any goal or plan that you put in place will definitely require a particular knowledge, uh, method, or tool for you to measure progress as well as analyze your results of your work in a stipulated time. Okay, we talked about this earlier. Because without such necessary measurements, the results of the progress, whether quantitative or qualitative, we may not be optimistic of our improvements because we could not make significant changes to our methods of work in our future. It's just, it's just the way it is. So once you build discipline and you accomplish more of the necessary tasks to achieve that goal, you will constantly track your progress to ensure this development to work towards your goal. Therefore, there's just so many ways to track your progress, uh, such as providing reports after work or writing in your diary or recording the work yourself in video or other forms. We have supplied you in this show, and now if you go to the description of the show, you will find a business uh, goal worksheet for you guys to download. Um, it's just a basic form kind of help you to get started. Please submit them again to our show at support at rmgmedia.biz, and we'll look them. And we'll, you know what? If you would like us to share, if we, if you don't want us to share it, we won't share it. But if you'd like to do that, we will actually put you on a coaching call with us, with our show, and we will um, uh, get you started in this uh, progress and process for for success, okay? Now, so recording this progress and your work will not, will not merely be just a useless review of it, so let's not go there. So you think of deadlines, we use these records to make adjustments for work in the future, right? Because as an example of tracking progress is personal planning, okay? Because some of us collect every single, let's say if you're trying to do some financial planning, and some of us collect every single receipt, we receive, write it down, our daily expenses, and everything to indicate what we're going to do in the next few steps in our budgeting goal. Uh, Whether it's to help reduce an expense or to set up for future investments or to allocate funds to whatever, to our children's education. We need to have these necessary steps to ensure a wise or the wisest financial planning in the long term. Uh, Actually, my wife and I take pictures of our receipts and actually an app that we've downloaded that tracks all our spending and it sends us a whole thing of yep you spent this on this and you spent this on this and you spent this on this and we actually budget from there as technology is awesome and it enables us to gain the experience of any uh of any overcoming obstacles in the future 
Does that make sense, guys? Now, we can conquer difficulties. Because throughout our progress, we can surely face obstacles and different difficulties, whether problematic, one or two, or solve one. If the problem is uh, something we've experienced before, it'll be easier if we have reported it. You can review it, and you can say, I've been through this before, I've written it down, I acknowledge this, and now I have a better solution to handle it. Because the most important thing in facing every problem is to understand the core of the cause and your options to solve it. Because then, So whether you're a team or just an individual, you have to stay calm. You have to maintain your composure so that you can evaluate the options that are offered by the circumstance. It is never embarrassing. Hear me. It's never embarrassing to seek assistance, even if it does come with a price. I'm telling you, you cannot, if you cannot solve a problem and you need to have some outsourced help, have the time to do so because it would be the best to use that time and then you can use that in another solution if that happens again or you could alter the particular solution and then you can choose to improve it for a different outcome. This is where a backup plan is extremely useful, especially if the problem was anticipated and the backup plan was well prepared. Our decision in choosing the best solution occasionally produces setbacks rather than outcome that we really hoped for, but then despite setbacks, we should be optimistic because then we can recover and improve from such setbacks. At least it would be beneficial if we view it as an invaluable lesson, right? That's why Ryland Media Group exists because this is what we want to spread the message to the people that are trying to build and grow success. Because nevertheless, you are going to have certain causes in your work, whatever it is, that go beyond your control such as natural disasters, illnesses, accidents. They're just some of the things that can, unfortunate things that can happen that we have to recover from because we have to focus on only what we can control, okay? Because we want to learn from our failures. But it's easier said than done sometimes. Many people, whether successful or not, face difficulties in learning from their failures, let alone face them. So, firstly, you can't avoid the fact that one failure doesn't mean that you can't improve or progress from. You can't. Because because of this, you must physically and mentally and kind of be flexible to accept the failure and move on. Sounds harsh. It's true. Because the truth of success is examining your failure that can only help you adapt to new situations and assess improvised solutions and and that will get you the, the, the progress from whatever setback. Because you can investigate the cause of your failure by reviewing every step in your preparation. Because if there was any detected there 
you could rectify the problem and ensure that mistake will never be repeated. You should also assess that your execution of those plans be honest about your efforts and the mistakes within it. Okay? We have to because while we might be biased in expecting that what we've tried out to be our best and there was no fault to our execution, we can also seek the help of experts, people more experienced than us, to assess your work that you have recorded. Okay? Because you should just find ways to develop a system to help you learn from your mistakes and failures to anticipate similar issues or problems might they occur. And please celebrate your wins because anything that is not considered a failure should be celebrated as progress. Even if the success you have uh, achieved is not worth the celebration, rewarding your, yourself by just being encouraged will only inspire you. Okay, because that'll help you pro just to, to progress further. That'll help you achieve your goals better. If you even the small, small what you consider a small win, it'll strengthen strengthen your faith in yourself. It'll strengthen your faith in God. It'll strengthen in, in, in your own belief in achieving your own goals moving forward. Okay, guys, that's it for our show today. Now, tomorrow we're going to talk about short-term goals versus long-term goals. I want you guys to keep crushing it. This is called Goal Crusher. And don't forget to download your um, uh, worksheet here in the description below. Download our books, whatever you need. They're e-books to help you out. And um, we want you to forever be richer. God bless. Take care. Have a wonderful day, and we will talk to you tomorrow. Thank you for listening.